See, there, there we go. I know you're pressed on time, so thank you so much. I'm Sherwin with Gospel Music Buzz, and I'm excited to be speaking to you today about your new EP, Grace, so we can go ahead and jump right into it. How are you doing Absolutely. today? Absolutely. I am wonderful, and I have to big up you on your accent. I adore it. Well, thank <laughs> you. That's my Guyanese accent. Love it. Absolutely love it. No. I, I no, I was going to say, before we even get too far, so while I was going back and doing some reading on you, I noticed that you were born in Far Rockaway. Is that true? I was actually born in Jamaica, Queens, but I grew up in Far Rockaway. I, 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 I was raised in, on the south side of Jamaica and in Far Rockaway. My grandfather's church was on the south side of Jamaica, Queens, and I lived mm -hmm. in Edgemere Projects in Far Rockaway. A fun fact there, you see, then, then there go next connection. I actually okay. spent about 18 years in Far Rockaway. Did you so, really? Yes, yes. So when I saw You know that, exactly what it is. You know exactly so, what yeah. it is. You know what I find is very funny when people meet me, um, if I tell them I grew up in a place called Far Rockaway, Queens, either people, mm -hmm. it's weird, either people know about Rockaway or they don't at all. It's kind of tucked away. Um, mm -hmm. And it's weird because it, it's, it could be one of the most beautiful places in the country, but you know, uh -huh. there's a lot of other things that are going on in the Rockaways. Um, or at least at the time when I was growing up there, I, I know they're trying to you know, get it cleaned up and, and, and yeah, yeah, you know, make it better. Um, but when people realize that I grew up in the Rockaways in the 80s, in the late 70s and then the 80s, they're like, no way. I'm like, yes, this is called evolution. <laughs> <laughs> I evolved That's well. evolution. That's evolution and grace. <laughs> this is evolution and grace. <laughs> uh, listen, but also too, you know, this is, you know, we're still in Women's History Month. So just share briefly, like who are at least, you know, your top, well, I don't want to say top two or three. I'm going to give you my top one. This is the easiest oh, okay. question and you didn't okay, even finish asking it. It's my grandmother. It is my 95 and a half year old grandmother. If God blesses her to see her birthday in September, she will be 96. Um, and she, she has preceded two children in death. Like, like, like she's, she, she, uh, she's um, outlived, excuse me, two mm -hmm. of her mm -hmm. children and her husband, um, my grandfather who uh, uh, went to sleep on Resurrection Sunday last year. Oh, wow. Um, and my mother, who we lost uh, in the end of October last year as well. Oh, wow. um, and then she had a son who died when he was very young. He was 22 years old. Um, but to know that she was born in the 1920s and to know that she has lived through so many eras of this country and this world, she's lived through world wars. She's mm -hmm. lived through, um, segregation and the desegregation process. When she was born, women could not vote. Um, she was here when Dr. King was killed. She was here wow. when, you know, you know, she's seen all, she was here when the first, you know, landing on the moon was made. She was born before there were televisions and homes. Um, and to think about that and to know where we are technology wise, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, there, uh, nobody was flying commercially when she was born. Getting on the plane, you know, up until last year was a no-brainer. And it was, it, you know, you really didn't have to think about it like that. Um, and then, but she still was alive to see the first Black president. She's still alive now that 
uh, the country has figured out ways to explore other planets and not just mm -hmm. the moon. Um, she got COVID last year after it took my grandfather and she beat it. Wow. Oh. She is my true, she is the epitome of a superwoman. She's my personal superwoman. She's my personal superwoman. I'm so sorry about that. Um, she is my personal superwoman and um, I, I just, I love her. She's amazing. She, um, she, I remember all the things she used to tell me. She used to tell me, be a lady, you know, little girl running around in the church, she grabbed me by my skirt, sit me down next to her, pinch me on the arm. Nobody could even tell she had a pinch that would just make you lose. It'd just be one little tear coming out your eye. Well, that's the church, that's yeah. the church yeah. moms. That they, yes. They, 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 you, they don't down, you don't sit down and stop running through this church. You're a young lady. Sit down, sit down. You know, so you remember all of those things and then watching how she kept her house and watching how um, she honored my grandfather, but you know, mm -hmm. she was still, you know, she, she was who she was. And grandma literally is the reason why God, obviously, that's obvious. Mm -hmm. We yeah, all yeah. have the gifts that we have because of God. But my grandmother is not only the matriarch of this family, but she is where we all get that musical ability from. She, she before um, she got to be the soul and she had suffered from a double stroke and she only recovered one side of her body. Um, so she doesn't play anymore, but literally um, I haven't been able to visit her, but if I'm on FaceTime with her and I start to sing the one hand that still works, she'll pick it up and she'll start acting like she's playing the piano and she'll sing along with me. So everybody in my family is musical, everybody either sings or plays or writes or does all two, all three or, or, or two out of three. And we all got it from her. That's, we all that's, got that's it from her. Yeah, before I can honor any other woman, it starts and stops with grandma. And then That was an easy one. That was easy. One easy. Let, me, let me ramp it up. Let me ramp it up. So, you know, yes. the, the key grace, right? Because again, clearly you're a no newcomer to this you know you just celebrated the 20th anniversary you know of your mirror mirror project so it's like you know you're no newcomer to this but in in kind of you know recording for all these years doing everything else like how important is this project to you at this time in your life Ooh, you know this was a god idea and i have to just keep telling everybody this because over the course of the last three or so years in between television projects and filming things um, I've been recording for the next R&B album. And last year, it was a random thought in my head. I posted a Throwback Thursday picture from an only gospel album up until now um, and realized at that time that it had been 15 years since it had come out. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it's been that long. I wonder if it's time to do another gospel project. And there was this message underneath the, the, the picture from EJ Gaines at Motown, um, and, who I know. And EJ is like, um, is your number still the same? And I'm like, you know, my number's not the same. <laughs> he's like, check your DM. So when I checked my DM, he's like, I need you to call me. So I did, I called EJ and he was like, were you serious about that post? And I had to think about it. I was like, yeah, I think I am serious. I think it's time for another gospel project. Um, and he's like, well, if you really are serious about it, I think Motown would be an amazing home for it. Um, so if you want to do it, consider us. I said, okay, I'll do that. But literally it wouldn't leave me. And within a week I was on a plane 
flying to Nashville to sit and meet with him and Monica Coates and um, uh, played them one song that I had recorded that I was preparing mm -hmm. actually for season 10 of Sunday Best to do for the finale. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they heard the song and they were like, whoa. And I, I was like, yeah, but yeah, we can, I can get a whole project done. Like, I think it's time. And um, shortly after that, because that was before the pandemic, shortly after that, I wanna say maybe a month later, the country shut down. Mm. Um, they closed it, they officially closed Atlanta down, even though it never really closed, if you ask me, on March the 16th. Um, and then I lost my grandfather on Easter Sunday. And so even though the pandemic was thick, it took another turn for me at that point. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, after that, I'm getting news after news after news, that one is gone, that one is gone, this one is gone. And then in June, they're like, grandma got it. And I'm like, no. No, I literally, I was in my house screaming to the top of my lungs. I'm like, no, God, I can't do, like, I can't right now. Yeah, like, I can't yeah. do this right now. Um, grandma beat it. But we okay. continued to lose friends and family from church throughout the year. Um, and then we lost my mother in the end of October. And so it was just a really long year, but it was a year that made me press in. It was a year that made me reevaluate what made sense. Um, and I put in a call to Motown probably sometime in late November, early December. And I think mm -hmm. the call they were expecting was that I wanted to push the project back because I needed some time. Yeah, 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 it was the opposite. Yeah. I told them I have to get this done now. I felt at that point more than ever, this is what I needed to do first of all for me, but the world needs this right now. Um, yes. And so while everybody was celebrating the holidays, I didn't put up a tree. I didn't decorate like I normally do. I think I did a little something around the fireplace in my living room and that's it. Um, but I went in, I was on, during Christmas, I was in writing and recording and, um, and told them I need to change the meaning of Resurrection Sunday because I grew up celebrating, you know, a risen savior. And, you know, I've now lost my grandfather on that day and, and my baby sister on that day, seven years prior. So I want to inject some hope and some faith and, yes. and the will to live into people inside of that weekend. And I want to celebrate. Oh, man, I'm like, I'm... I'm ready like you. You are out here preaching to me. I'm ready to see where where, where am I sending this offering at, man? <laughs> don't don't ask because I will give you my cash. <laughs> Let's go. Drop it. Drop, drop it. Drop it. <laughs> no, but that, that's that's your listen, man. And I think you know again, the EP Grace is going to be released on April second, and once. They go ahead and they pre-order now. They're going to get two tracks from that EP, right? Yes. Right now, if they do it, they will immediately get our first grad track, which is the title track, Grace. Yeah. Um, and at, at midnight tonight, the second grad track will download to everyone who has already pre-ordered. And that is called Dance Party. And that really is what I, I, I want people to pay attention to the intentional, the intentionality. I don't even know if that's a word, how intentionally I place that song. Um, because I, I remember watching people trying to find things to do throughout the year to keep themselves busy and all of these TikTok challenges and people are, mm -hmm. are having family dance parties and posting them. People were looking for something to grab onto to feel normal and to feel happiness in a world that was literally being smothered with death last year. And so I wanted to honor uh, everyone who I lost last year through this project, but I definitely wanted this project to be a reminder that we are saved by grace through faith. Um, and in between that, we have a life to live. 
and purpose and purpose to fulfill. And inside of that, um, because God does want us to have a life as abundant as our spiritual lives can be if we push into it. And so we have to be intentional about pushing into life so that we can have abundant lives. I want people not just to lament when they listen to this project, I want them to get up and dance. I want them to feel like they wanna live again. I want them to feel like that even though they may have lost things and people to COVID, that you're still here. And if you're still here, it's because God still has something left for you to do. And you gotta find a way to do it and live it out joyfully. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So I put a lot of joy into this project. Sound like your grandma over there, man. <laughs> That is that is amazing, and that is exactly my final question I had for you here. Is we were at the top of the session here, but that was about that dance party song. I kept that song on repeat and on repeat. I was just like, you know, in the midst of everything, because you took us through in a journey of grace. You took us through your grace moment, right? Because I'm sure everyone is typically would say, you know, hey, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. But we all yeah. have this moment in which we know that, hey, you know, God saved me. This was my grace moment when I figured I would have going to be giving up. But something happened during that time that really pulled us through. And I know that was your 2020 with everything that happened. But then when you, you know, when, when you come up on that, you know, that dance party song, that's yes. that track was amazing. Thing. It definitely so, gets you into that vibe, into that mood, and it was it was everything. So my only question coming out of the dance party is that, you know, is that also a hint that we might be seeing you on Dancing with the Stars? Like, you know, where do you? Oh my you God, I haven't even thought about that. Um, you know, I, I might retry it if they ask me to do it. I like, I'm just, it, I, you know, I thought prior to 20 that I had entered into like a new kind of way of living bold and 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 being really lively. Um, but I, I think seriously, making it through 20, I think I'm willing to try even more things now than I was before. I, I, I would never, I wouldn't put it out there that I couldn't win it, um, but I sure would try. I sure would try to dance. There you go, you heard, you heard it here first. I sure would try. But I, I have a request from you, for you and for sure. all of your viewers and all of your followers. Um, because I am going to be issuing this challenge because there is a video for dance party. I want people to make, to create their own dance parties and post them and tag me. Okay, per perfect. I will make sure that that message is very loud and it's out there. You don't want to see me dance, but I'll make I know, sure. I they want do. everybody to dance. Like you've heard the song, so you know where it goes. And when yes, you see the yes, video, do, it's gonna wanna make you, it's gonna wanna make you dance. Like I actually wrote the, I wrote the treatment for the video. And so, awesome. um, um, so it's very colorful and it's very lively. And there's a lot of scenic background. Um, you will see me everywhere from on top of a snowy mountain to, to standing in the middle of Times Square to floating in a bubble over a city in this video dancing. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, there's a lot going on. The wigs and the wardrobe. It's all about the locations, the wigs, and the wardrobe. <laughs> there you go. Well, I thank you so much for spending this time with us today. Again, I'm Sherwin 
with gospel music, Buzz. I appreciate you. I appreciate you finishing this project in spite of everything and just getting it out there. I can't wait for everyone to be able to enjoy what we've been enjoying as a precursor to it. I appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I can't wait. Thank you so much, Thank Kelly. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Vaughn.